<laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Living Lucky Podcast. I'm Jana. That makes me Jason. You should see us dancing in the studio. I've got some mean moves. <laughs> Mad moves. You look like you were juggling. That's what you... Yeah. What, is this a new... I've also got a little bit of man boobs after three <laughs> weeks of COVID. I know, right? I've been noticing a little jiggle it's myself. A, it's called abundance. Actually, I think my jiggle is sympathy jiggle. That's well, what mine is. We can judge how healthy we are by looking at each other. Why is that? That has always been our thing. Just in case you're listening for the first time, Jason is not only my partner in this podcast, but he's also my partner in the bedroom, my Hello. partner in life. And and my soulmate. Racing and partner. I, I have often said that I don't even need to get on a scale. You know how so many times the doctor will say, Look at my Hey, fat have you hopped on the scale lately? I say, I don't no. need to get on the scale. My husband is so skinny and trim <laughs> right now. I know I'm looking good. I can literally look at my husband and when you take off your clothes, I already know what I look like because we eat the same foods. Yes. We not only eat the same foods, but our level of activity is... Pretty much the same. It mirrors one another. We are a reflection of each other. We are the same person. Except for, the, uh, except, for, except for my man parts. <laughs> Thank goodness, right? <laughs> yeah, remember that year you made us or you had us do twelve uh, triathlons in one year. I did. That was exciting, and I was in pretty no, good shape. Why did you say you made us? Because you made the, us at the first at the first of the year when you said, "Guess what we get to do?" Right, and I was like, "What?" I was thinking, "Yes," you're like, "We're doing twelve triathlons." I, I did. Like, Holy crap! And at the end of and the year, I felt really good and excited right? and accomplished. And this past year in 2020, we did 12 5Ks. I feel like we did more. Well, I, mean, I guess because we also walked every day we, and then we did a 12K a month. We did a 12K a month and we had 12 medals, which actually were 24 medals and if you add a, both of them. Then we got a completion medal. And and then at the end of the year, we actually took a picture with us with all of our medals. We look like Michael Phelps. I know, but then we also we're like, the- hey, we should have posed naked with all of oh, our medals. I should have, and you don't. You, I don't want to share your body with the world. Though. I don't want to do that now because we've had COVID yeah, for we'll the last to, four weeks. Have to hit, hit the weights <laughs> a little bit more and swim a couple more laps. But we also had the thirteenth medal that was that <gasps> that uh, medal that says, "Hey, you did all of them." Uh, yes, we had that one model. too. And then we also did one extra one in the month of April or something. I think that was the the Mr. Rogers one yes. of oh, kindness. April? It was something, yeah, kindness. I don't know. We had quite a few medals the at the end of the year. It was a good year. And it made me feel proud and accomplished. And abundant. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up, Jason, because today I wanted to talk about abundance, manifesting abundance. Now, as you know, the title of our podcast, Living Lucky, and this week is St. Patty's Day. That's right. That's a lucky week. So people are saying, well, hey, how do you live lucky? Of course, people ask that all the time. And specifically this week, People have been asking me in my private clients, they've been asking me about 
wealth and manifesting abundance. What are your thoughts on that, Jason? Well, it starts with just living abundantly and expecting it. So we, we've built our lives around living healthy, believing in ourselves, believing that the universe is working for us. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. It is a mindset. And we give. And that sounds really I weird. I think that is the number one tip. I really do. And I know it goes back to, I mean, this is nothing new. Tithing. That's what I was going to say. Tithing. It's just like tithing. You you give out of abundance. The more you give, it feels like it comes back to you You tenfold. And when you plant a seed, you get a whole dang plant. It's not, you don't get a seed back. You don't get two seeds back. You get a plant back. And so my client this week was saying, Pajana, it's money. It's money. And sometimes money I a- don't always have money to give. Well, you can, there's, there's value. You can give your time, which is worth money. You, you can give your knowledge, ideas. which is worth money. You can use your ideas as currency. That is Money and money becomes energy. So the more we give, the more we serve, the more we are there to value other people. Believe it or not, it it's just the law of attraction. They want to help us out. They want to give back to us. They want to extend the favor. Yeah, it's almost like it's an investment. So ideas, all, all those currencies that you just mentioned mm-hmm. are tools. That's now, all they are. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. And I learned this the hard way. I, do you remember when I was going through a depression and you dragged me to this self-development retreat I, I and we were that. sitting on the front row I remember that. and the guy comes in with his flashy jacket Sparkly. and his pompous attitude and he says everybody in the room needs to write down their value and i broke down in tears i literally had tears coming out of my eyes and i kind of kind of got resentful and i turned to you and i said i'm not doing this exercise why did you bring me here I did. I'm going to the car. I was like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm not doing this exercise. <laughs> Sit down and, and enjoy when it. I came back, it's paid for. Next thing I know, I turned into Disney Dad. You did. You totally <laughs> did. You were like, you're going to love it. You're going to stay here and enjoy it and take in every bit of information. Give peace a chance. Anywho, <laughs> next thing I know, this moderator Rick Flair with with the flashy <laughs> jacket brings his microphone over and says, "Excuse me, ma'am. I, I see that you didn't write anything down. Do you think you're not valuable?" Why are you That here? is exactly <laughs> it. I didn't think I had any value to give to other people. Now, uh, the the fact that I thought that at that time it saddens me so much, but it's so true. I did not value my own experience, my own stories, my own expertise, my own knowledge, my own education, my own being. I didn't acknowledge, I didn't value my own ideas, my own talents, my own creativity, my own existence. I didn't value myself. Yeah. And, and that was- that is 
the number one pillar, if you want people to value you for things other than your money, which if you if you want them to value for you for your ideas and for your knowledge and for your time, then you have to value yourself. Wouldn't you say that is a secret? I would say that is a huge nugget. Take that to the bank. Take that to the bank because once you start valuing that, then next thing you know, it's it's the reflection that we were talking about. It's that reflection, that mirror. You are teaching the world how to treat you. And the only way you can teach the world how to treat you is how you love and treat yourself. Yep. And once you value what you have to offer, then everyone else is going to see the exact same thing. And once they do, then, then this is the kicker. Then they want to give you compensation, compensation for your ideas, for your knowledge, for your time. And you get Yesterday, to what's acceptable compensation. I had a client that I had told, I told her specifically, if you have any troubles, any troubles at all with the homework assignment that I give you, I want you to text me personally because it's very important to me that I help you in this area because I, I know where you're at right now and it, and I think I can I can really give you assistance. Yeah, this is where we move the needle. So she texted me on a Sunday and said, I know you're extremely busy. I know you have a lot on your plate, but I could really use a little bit of advice right now in this moment. So I called her up and we ended up talking for about an hour. It was about an hour and 45 minutes, just okay. to let you know. So it was Not about an was hour counting. and 45 minutes. <laughs> At the end of that hour and 45 minutes, she was so grateful and she learned so much from what I had given her because she knows how much I value my time. Yes. She knows how much I value my time. So for me to give her that amount of time, she was present. Yeah. She was showing up and she was there taking notes. Everything I said, she was ready to that, learn. It was one of those, I'm going to get a bill for this. And not only- I need to make sure I'm here for it all. Not only, <laughs> she, that's how she ended the that's, conversation. That's is how she, she said, up for it. Yeah. how so she much do I owe you for this invaluable amount of time that you have just given me? And then, and then I said, no, you know what? I, I told you specifically that I was going to help you out on this. And, and so I, I just gave her that extra value. And, and again, I felt like she was so grateful for that, but she knows that I value my time. And if she hadn't shown up with that expect or the value there and knowing the value. So if, if she had not said, if she had not put that same value on your time, and then I would have that said value, that will be $5,000. Yeah. Thank you. Right. And and that's it. So when you know and that the that's more, your tool. And believe it or not, the more, the more you value your time, the more you value your ideas. We had this, we had this discussion the other day about 
using ideas as currency. Yes. And I've started doing this. Is it this. James Altucher? Is that his first yes, name? Yes, that's his first and last name. <laughs> <laughs> but what he does, and it's brilliant. I love I it. I mean, this guy's brilliant. He writes down 10 ideas a day. And then he takes two of his ideas and he makes them fornicate, which is called idea I sex. Like, I like to call it marrying them and then they have sex. Okay. Well, he <laughs> he makes them come together Whoa. and unite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and anyway, then when two ideas come together, then it becomes a very original. Now you're becoming Beavis and Butthead over there. I'm going to wind it back down. Then it becomes a very original idea. Yes. Since he's become in the habit of coming up with ideas every day, it's very easy for him to use that idea muscle. It's like a muscle. It he is uses exactly his like a muscle. idea muscle. So what he started doing was instead of reaching out to people and saying, you know, hey, I would love to pick your brain because I think you're brilliant and I want to I want to get to know you better. He knows that that's kind of an imposition on other people. Yeah. So instead of, of approaching it like that, he would say, hey, I have some ideas for you. I was thinking maybe in your business, you might want to try. Yeah, I've already put together, I've already put a little bit of research in. So I've already put the effort in to know a little bit about you. Here are some ideas that I think could help you tremendously. I think maybe you should sell wigs yeah. or I think maybe part of your brand should be I, wildly yeah. improbable goals, wigs. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just coming to I think, my mind. I think about you. I care about you. Can we get together for 15 minutes to discuss things? Yeah. So if you give them ideas, it is like giving them a little bit of and even value. if it's not the greatest idea, it, it's it an puts idea. something in, it plants a seed in them that says... They're thinking about me. And it could lead them down a down the yellow brick road. It's, it's, it's the idea of brainstorming. It's yeah. a creative nugget. It's, it's a gem. What, it's what we're finding on Clubhouse because those masterminds... Oh. And Napoleon Hill said masterminds are one of the pillars of accelerated success. And wouldn't you agree that we have found that in our own lives? Once Absolutely. we started our masterminds, once we started joining these masterminds, and the more elite of the masterminds we get into, the better the ideas are becoming. Well, the thing for me, it doesn't matter who the, the, the group is. Everyone has ideas. Everyone has ideas. So the key for me is including as many different people from as many different perspectives as possible, because as soon as someone throws something out, as soon as someone else can look at it from a different perspective and put just that small twist on it and say, yeah, and what if you did this? Bill Gates just did this. We were watching a documentary about Bill Gates. He had a vision. He wanted to solve the problem of toilets. Yes. He All wanted to completely incinerate waste without using water, third world countries, and without using a new plumbing system that went underground. Now, we all know he's a brilliant man. We all know that he reads a lot, and we all know <sighs> that he has much. resources and access to a lot of smart people. And capital. However, what he decided to do was he reached out to the universities, and he started saying, hey, 
you know what? Let's all come up with ideas together. Let's have a brain exchange. Yeah, and a, competi- and a, and a small competition. It wasn't anything huge, but a small competition. So we're all going to meld our ideas together and see who can create the best product. And then the more and people we'll work it together, the more people started coming together, started coming up with ideas, then the ideas started getting better. And that's what I meant by yep. the, the ideas start becoming more elite is the more you start throwing them out there, then you start, the cream starts coming to the, the top of the crop. And then, and then you start melt, you start yes. working on those ideas. And that's what I meant by so the take, ideas start becoming, it's taking James Altucher's filtering out and saying, Let's get all of our ideas together and have them having sex. Yes. Yes, let's have an idea orgy. Hello. Woo! And on that That sounds note, like folks. abundance. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. Abundance is what it is. Thank you so much for joining us. We are living lucky and we want you to live lucky too. Yeah, find us at www.janashelfer.com, YouTube, and Instagram.